Ramble. Hello, everybody. Welcome to You Can Sit With Us, our cutie booties. Um, let's see. I good, uh, my, I'm Ariel. I'm one of your hosts. <laughs> we also have Becky. Hi. And Maggie. Hello. And Rachel. Hi. And we got Miles in the background doing his gremlin stuff. <laughs> Hi, Miles. And today we are trying to uh, do something a little bit different. We are all experts in something. Uh, in it, well, I would I would actually say we're experts in many things, um, or you know, not experts in anything. Just well-rounded human mm-hmm. beings, I would argue. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to try a segment that we are calling Ask an Expert, where mm-hmm. we polled the internet. We all went on our Instagram and said, do you have any questions? Um, today we are doing in, in interior design questions. So we polled Instagram for all of your interior design questions, and we will be answering those on the podcast today, as well as mm-hmm. questions from Becky, Maggie, and Rachel uh, mm-hmm. about their own interior design you know, queries. So yeah. let's get started. Um, do you guys let's do it? I think it would be really interesting to go around and if you guys would talk a little bit about your interior design style, maybe what your interior design style was like 10 years ago when you were a oh. teenager in your childhood bedroom. Um, Wait, were you just suggesting that I was a teenager 10 years ago? Because that's not true. <laughs> Some of us were teenagers 10 years ago. I do not fall into that category. Me neither. I was married 10 years ago. <laughs> I think I was technically an adult 10 years ago, but I am the youngest. Yes. <laughs> so, you were, so I can go first. I demanded that all four of my bedroom walls be different colors and it is still (laughs) the same till this day yeah I had very (laughs) odd picks I think I had a pastel yellow a pink a light blue and a green and my younger sister hated it I think it's this Mm. is I shared a room I was the middle child so I always shared a bedroom with either my older or my younger sister and then finally I think I don't know what happened I think my sister moved into we had like a, a little casita that she moved into that was like an extension of our living room. And then I got my own room and I was like, I'm going to make this my own. I demanded that the closet doors be taken off and I had like tool curtains instead of a door. Like they were <laughs> oh my choices. And I think I had like glow in the dark stars on the ceiling because that was a look back then. Uh-huh. Maggie, you're describing a very Try Guys brand visual here. That is true. Colors different different colors yeah. on the walls, pastels. I, I was ahead of my time, I guess. <laughs> you were. Yeah. What about you guys? Did you guys get any say-so in how you decorated your childhood bedroom? No, I was pig pen. I was like a filthy, disgusting teenager. <laughs> I did and not predict I, that. I no, know. For no. how much I clean now, I was mm-hmm. a probably like teenage to college. I was a scumbag. Like full. Wow. I wore sweatpants I cannot all guess the time. That. Becky Miller Habersberger. Yeah. And then for my rooms, I was just, it was filthy. But I mm-hmm. knew if I waited long enough, my mom would clean it. 
Oh, <laughs> man. No. You're intelligent. It's her mother. <laughs> Without fail, I probably like sent her into mental breakdowns with my room. Yes. Because it was horrible. Oh, oh, so bad. So bad. I was And it didn't bother you. <laughs> you liked it. You were like, it's fine. No. Yeah. I was like, whatever. I just you would like sleep, sleep on a pile of dirty laundry. Oh, all the time. Well, it wouldn't be dirty because I also did not do my own laundry. You sleep um, on a pile of clean laundry. I would sleep on, my mom would put the clothes out and I would just sleep on them. Wow. And then when I was done with them, they would go on the floor. Rebecca. <laughs> I know. I was a bad, I was, I was dirty. My parents literally called me Pigpen. Okay. <laughs> wow. Pigpen. Oh my gosh. I yeah. love this history that I had no inkling existed. Yeah. I it was know. all like my room was covered in lots of newspaper clippings about Johnny Depp because I loved Johnny <laughs> Depp when I was a kid. So I had a lot of those. And then mm-hmm. I also had um, Barbie dolls because my gr- parents and grandparents would buy me a Barbie doll every year for Christmas. And then I wasn't allowed to open it. So I just what? collect. Yeah. You Barbie dolls so I have all these boxes? like mint condition Barbie dolls. Wait, you didn't play with them? If anybody's looking to buy. Wow. No. They were collectors. They're collectors. I still have them. Do they still but, get you Barbie dolls for Christmas? No, I don't get them anymore. I think I stopped getting them when I was like a teenager. You should mm. sell them on eBay. You know, I've been looking. They're not that. I have one that's maybe worth like four or five hundred dollars, but other than that, I have like that's I'm so sets. Yeah, yeah that's I have a some sets that are worth dolls. things. Yeah, yeah I have well, all the Barbie Harley Davidson Barbies. The one that I have that's the most, the two most expensive mm-hmm. ones were the Happy Birthday Barbie from the '90s. <laughs> She's like wearing like Whoa. pink and blue. And then right. I have um, the classic. Oh, and they all have matching ornaments, but those I touched. Okay. Um, I used to get the Barbie ornaments, the classic too. white and black striped bathing suit Barbie with the glasses oh. and the yeah. little. Yeah. Oh. But I had Barbies that I got to play with. These were just the ones that had to go in the room. So those became my oh. decor. <laughs> my scumbag Barbie decor. decor. <laughs> I oh, also really didn't funny. predict Barbies. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Rach? Let's see. Um, my bedroom was like sort of the way it was when I was a child until for my 16th birthday, my parents sent me off with like a group of friends. And when I came home and all the friends came home with us, we'd like gone somewhere to do something for the day. They had made over my room, a la an HGTV show. Um, wow. Or at that time, maybe like a TLC show. Um, yeah. And they had given me like, new the furniture was the same but they had like done new window treatments and framed pictures of me and put a new stereo in there and i felt like i was like you know that show my sweet 16 and where the Uh people had like actual parties that like in sync played at and stuff but for Mm -hmm. me the room makeover was just like that like i was the star (laughs) of the show and so (laughs) wow my bedroom and it looked kind of adult. It's all like in golds and greens and they like had proper window treatments on there and it like lo- everything was framed and it was just like very grown up looking. Um, oh, wow. That's amazing. And so that's what my room decor was like through my teen years. Um, oh, that's and good. I kind of did together. that when I went to college too. I got like a put together set. You know, I'm from the mm-hmm. South. The drapes match the bedspread, which matches the rug. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know. It's mm-hmm. sort of like a coordinated effort. Um, yes. And I was the opposite of Becky. I'm very clean, mm-hmm. like very neat. I never messed it up. 
not really. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's mm-hmm. what it looked like. My parents decorated it. But I felt so special when they did that, um, that it felt fun. Let's see. When we lived in Texas, so my dad's super handy, and he made me a lofted bed. Um, Ooh, so he's fancy. so So, like, in a normal, you know, 12 by 12 bedroom, he uh, he put in like a, a loft basically just where the bed would go on it. And so then I would climb up to uh, to my bed and mm-hmm. um, uh, and I had a desk underneath um, and then I had, you know, like all my all my stuff. I had like a big bureau and all this kind of stuff. But it was pretty just like Ikea. You know, I, I remember mm-hmm. being able to pick out my own stuff. Um, and it was colorful. And then I decided that I didn't want to climb up to my bed anymore. And so I put the bed underneath and turned it into like a princess bed where, you know, you have uh-huh. the, the like tool uh, drapes that come down. And I made the top my little study nook. Um, and so I put all my books up there. And so I had like a little library and a little reading area. Um, yeah, it was cute. I don't remember spending that much time in my room, though, as a as a teenager. Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe hanging out with my friend Carol and we would like sit on my bed and read magazines or something. But other than that, I feel like I was always downstairs. Uh, but then when we moved to London, I brought like all the same stuff. Um, but we didn't have quite as much furniture because, you know, at that point, you just you only bring what you have to. And mm-hmm. uh, that was a pretty grown up room. But I remember a lot of the stuff in that house we were renting. So it was like not my stuff. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, it was very like... I had my things, and I had my like. I I had a very nice sort of pastel blue bedspread. I remember that being a big part. But uh, yeah, I liked things to be decorated. I liked to have a rug. I wanted to have a bedspread and throw pillows. I always had throw pillows. That was definitely a thing. I feel like most teenagers don't have throw pillows. And how would you guys describe your style now? What would you say? I think I'd say lots of textures. Mm-hmm. I really like wa- palettes on walls. Like if I, when you go into houses and you see a lot of textures on the walls, I don't know how to really oh. describe that. Ariel, help me out. So, so actually, this is this is kind of a fun exercise. I can describe your styles. Um, yeah, you can do it. Because <laughs> I was like, how do I describe my yes. own style? Yeah. Go, Ariel. Okay. Go. Okay. So, because I love all of your homes and they're all very, very different. So, Maggie, your style, you. <laughs> you like it is so obvious to me that you grew up in California because you have this like coastal uh sort of beachy Mm -hmm. style which is exactly what you're talking about you love light colors um you know like the light colors that that I I feel like California is perfect for having like white furniture and like beige um uh Mm -hmm. like rugs and and but you bring in interest with texture you know so mm-hmm. if you look behind you you have a uh, uh like this vase that i absolutely love that's like yeah. it's a it's mm. like a uh, a white and sort of brown vase but it's like mm-hmm. very textural and um i remember you were diying a like a uh, yarn wall it was hanging. like an area it was like a area yeah. rug thing yeah 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 and that's really textured of- too yeah, exactly. But instead of putting, um, you know, like brightly colored um, art on the wall or something like that, you you bring in interest with like texture, and it's a very mm-hmm. soothing environment that's that 
like a lot of people use in sort of coastal cities. I'd like to incorporate more blacks, but mm. depending on what room it is, you can't mm-hmm. get away with doing a lot of blacks unless you have a lot of natural sunlight. So I yeah, wish I could fair. incorporate more blacks into our apartment, but unfortunately we only have windows on like one side. I but would describe maybe. your living room, Mags, as like feeling very serene Mm -hmm. and you have Mm -hmm. a lot of furniture where I just have this gut reaction where I'm like oh I want to sit on that it just looks comfy (laughs) it's cozy I'm like ooh, I want to I want to cuddle on that soft blankets and like yeah pillows let's see Becky uh I mean you guys just moved into your dream house and uh (laughs) you you're actually doing I mean because your your old place was very Chicago and I know that 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 wasn't like exactly your style and I feel like now you're really coming into your own with like your style choices because you can mm-hmm. actually choose what you want in your house you know and so I know you you just got a new dining room table and chairs mm-hmm. um and They're both vintage. Yeah, yeah. You guys vintage. are really. We love. You vintage. guys are go, are like going deep in the vintage and the mm-hmm. mid-century modern too. You know, like the really, um, like beautiful wood tones. Uh, but like, and you know, things that I feel like people, uh, you know, used in the seventies. Um, we love the seventies. Love the seventies. <laughs> yeah, we love color. Yeah. 70s were, were good. 60s, yeah, 70s yeah. were such good design. Really saturated yeah. color, uh, mm-hmm. which I think is yeah. just amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just, I love what you guys are doing with your place with the greens and the, the mural on your bedroom Those wall. green chairs are we so beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, saturated mm-hmm. colors and just bringing in all of that energy. I feel like you guys are really taking your time to decorate too, Becky. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say you're like finding things you love rather than like trying to fill it up? Yeah, yeah we definitely took a pause when we first moved in on like getting a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And now that we've been like we... Yeah, now that we've been like playing around with, we're still like moving stuff. Like we're still, mm-hmm, right. we just moved a bookcase the other day in the bedroom so my plants could get more light. And mm-hmm. we actually, Ariel, love this DIY. Keith uh, spray painted this bookshelf for me, these silver, the one that was in the living room before. Yeah. I wanted it to be black beams and, or black support beams instead of silver support beams. But I also wanted to paint our outside planters black. Um, Because they're like this kind of bright green right now. So we Mm -hmm. went to Lowe's and had a full-on 30-minute conversation at Lowe's, a 30-minute conversation at home, started the DIY, and Keith was talking about the bookcase, and I was talking about the planter the entire time. Oh, my God. And so we're having these conversations of him being like, well, it's metal, or it's metal. You don't have to sand it down that much. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it's ceramic. I really, I I replanted, or I, like, did something in it, and it's not, I think it's ceramic. I think we're really going to have to scrub it off. And he's like, no, no, get the soft grit. It'll be easy. It'll take two seconds. And I was like, wow, it's a pretty big planter. (laughs) <laughs> did you guys have so a disagreement on how much funny. to get too? <laughs> well because the internet said to buy more spray paint than you thought you would need so mm-hmm, we were like mm-hmm. thinking about how we bought two cans of it but then when we got home he was walking to the bookshelf and I walked outside to the planner <laughs> oh and I was God. like where are you going um, <laughs> so we what did you just do the bookshelf <laughs> oh but yeah I gosh. feel like we're constantly moving stuff Mm-hmm. And then if we yeah. find something we like, like at the vintage stores, we'll move what we already have to fit 
the mm-hmm. new piece, depending on what we like. Do you have any insider <laughs> tips for finding good vintage stores? Like, how have you guys been doing that? Um, We've just been hitting the different, like, we literally just Google Vintage Stores LA. But then the other way is there's this, like, underground world on Instagram of um, vintage resellers that all, like, kind of follow each other. So I also mm. follow, like, just some people that are like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, redoing like our table came from someone who just redoes it at his house. <laughs> like oh, he found cool. it and he refurbished it. Yeah. So a lot of like local vendors. And then mm-hmm. whenever we go to like a vintage store, we just try and talk to who's ever there to see like, where else do you like in this neighborhood? Or we go to mm-hmm. like the vin- there's a vintage market in Huntington Beach. Um, mm-hmm. that we go to mm-hmm. and we followed some of the vendors so that we could see where else they go. Mm-hmm. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. So it's just talking to people, I think. It's like a little underground world. Yeah. <laughs> the mm-hmm. dark side of Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Vintage design. Vintage do they design, go yeah. to different um, like flea markets or vintage outdoor markets or is it something that they have storefronts or like warehouses that you can go to? Um, it depends. I mean, some of them, like the Huntington Beach one was an outdoor market and most of those vendors go to other outdoor markets. But like uh-huh. the guy we got our kitchen table from, is I think he just does it out of his garage. And then our chairs came from Sunbeam. I mm-hmm. love Sunbeam. That place is great. They're so good. We have several things from them. Yeah, they're, they're so nice too. And their stuff's mm-hmm. really good quality. I would yeah. say just yeah. always when you're like vintage shopping, just do a quick Google. If there's like a name on something, look it up mm-hmm. just to see. Mm-hmm. And like, because mm-hmm. sometimes you go to the vintage store and you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> this is fucking Crate and Barrel eight years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, Which, it's still vintage. It's old. <laughs> maybe <Yeah>. not vintage. <laughs> but maybe guys, not the u- unique piece we were looking for. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys want an insider tip? Yes. yes. Okay, do you know where vintage stores get their furniture? Is it Uh-oh. estate sales? Estate sales. Yeah. Sign up yeah. for an estate sale website and you can go to the estate sales yourself. And mm. I mean, it's a lot of work. It's it's so much work. But, mm-hmm. you know, you can get the, you know, the piece that you get at Sunbeam, uh you can get that table, say, for oh, like hundred dollars you know it's it's yeah. ridiculous stuff you know for for people who are looking for like seriously cheap furniture um that's really really good quality you got to go to the estate sales you got to show up early show up like before they say it opens and you and like you will be in line with all of those you'll be in line with the person mm-hmm. who buys for sunbeam you'll be in line with the person who buys for you know all the different um oh dang uh, yeah isn't that crazy yeah. Wait, but so these so estate sales, fun. do they take place at the same estate every time? Or are these just like very wealthy people that Different are selling estate their sales. furniture? Not, mm-hmm. even, not even very wealthy people. It is, it is just people. It is like mm-hmm. there are estate sale places where when somebody uh, is moving or somebody passes or, you know, then the family mm-hmm. is just like, we got to get rid of all of this stuff. What are we going to do? They hire an mm-hmm. estate sale company and the estate sale just prices everything and and like doesn't even stage everything. It stays exactly where it is. Like, mm-hmm. you know, whoever's closet is still full of their shoes and all of their everything, you know, and somebody it depends on the on the estate and it depends on the estate sale company. But it could be like 
every shoe is a dollar, you know, or something mm-hmm. like that. Or they could, wow. or like say this person collected Louboutins or something. Then they'll, then they'll mm-hmm. actually go through and they'll be like, okay, this, this pair and this pair and this pair. But mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it is, they are so, so fun. When I was doing uh, the like vintage resale, my sister and I would go to estate sales. Um, they would have them on Thursday mornings and Friday mornings. Um, and those were always the best ones to go to because like, and you wanted to get there day one and you wanted to get mm-hmm. there first thing mm-hmm. because all the good mm-hmm. stuff goes so fast. And mm-hmm. then you're just left with the $1 shoes, you know? Um, <laughs> but I mean, so, so, and, and like everybody's looking for different stuff. So there's the, yeah. there's the, um, the like fashion uh, mm-hmm. uh, buyers who are going in and they're they're looking at the shoes, they're looking at the purses, they're looking at the scarves mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Then there's the the furniture people, and then there's the mm-hmm. decor people, um, mm-hmm. and then there's the people who are just looking for like big <clears throat> things, like the mm-hmm. tools in the garage. You know, like wow. they 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 want to resell the lawnmower or um, all those places that do like used um, appliances. So they're coming in, uh-huh. they're buying the refrigerator, they're buying the, uh, isn't that? KitchenAid. Fascinating. Interesting. That's yeah. God, totally fascinating. I never yeah. even thought about what happened to someone's lawnmower. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there are people who, who, you know, I mean, because if you think about it, somebody who, who, I, I mean, it's, it's kind of morbid to think about, but like somebody who passes and mm-hmm. their their children are, are taking care of, you know, like they're they're like we don't want any of their stuff. We have stuff of our own. So how mm-hmm. are we gonna how are we gonna get rid of all this stuff? And they have a perfectly good two year old lawnmower. You know, it's yep. like you got to get rid of all this stuff really fast. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. moving on, Rachel's style. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Rach, you, uh, when I first went into your house, I was like, this is awesome because <laughs> you have a, like, we're talking about Becky's saturated colors. Your house oh, your is rug. like saturated, yeah. saturated colors. Purple. It is the, the happiest so house that I have ever <laughs> been in because yeah. it's just like, like your purple rug and then the pink uh-huh. chairs and the uh-huh. blue leather couch in the back. And yeah. what, the pink what color rug did in the you kitchen? Yes. What color yeah. did you guys do your your um, the built-in bench that, that that Watts built? Is it yellow? Oh no, it's walnut. But there's a big giant yellow, like neon yellow, a giant pillow yellow pillow. That's right. Yes. Mm. I mean, it's, it's true. Like, you don't use one color twice. You know, it, you're, we use you're just a lot like, of colors. There's a, there's so much yeah. color, and I just I I love it. You know, it's like a lot of people will will save color for like kids' rooms, and I'm mm, like, why? Mm-hmm. We use color why? all over the house if you love there's it. Color everywhere. You know? um, yeah, I really like neon. So there's I, as I much neon that. as possible <laughs> without being actually neon. The way that you make it not busy is that the rest of the house mm. is like yeah. very Clean. very neat and very mm-hmm. soothing. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you like if if you look in the background of of your of your your you know Zoom oh yeah screen right now. You know, you've got the huh? white walls with the yeah. black hardware, mm-hmm. which is you know which mm-hmm. is what we did with this house too. So I love it. Um, yes. You know, but like. <laughs> But everything else is 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 like just modern and and updated yeah. and you know. I also love that you're not a tchotchke person. Yeah. Like oh, when yeah. I go to your house, there are no like tchotchkes. You know, in the no. Midwest, it was tchotchke central. You have stuff <laughs> everywhere. So I still have a lot, a little bit of that tchotchkeness in me. Mm-hmm. But your house, I feel like everything 
has a place and a function. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like to use everything we have. And if we don't use mm-hmm. it, I don't want to have it. I'm a serial mm-hmm. uh, donator. Like mm-hmm. I Good donate you. stuff. You give us stuff. If it's not useful or beautiful or like functional, it gets donated because I don't yeah. like a lot of stuff that we're not using. Yeah, that is no. something that, that I've always wanted to ask you is like, do you mm. like, do you find that you don't buy things or do you buy things and it's like a one in one out? Um, a little bit one, one in one out. Um, but also just like, I don't know. I, we just don't, I don't do clutter really. Although my yeah. husband does. If you look in our garage, it is full. It is cool. in the garage. Um, Watts's area. That's that's it's like, his you can area, put your stuff and in it there. is his workshop, and it's full of stuff he uses for work. Um, but it's full. I'll I'll say like the things we save that we're not using are like baby clothes and baby mm-hmm. toys and stuff. But they're organized in old diaper boxes by age and labeled, and then they're getting shipped off to my sister in law for her new baby and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Rachel, I have something for you. It was your Christmas present. But now that we're talking about decor, I'm like, maybe I'll just show it to her now so then yes. she can tell me whether or not it's going to be clutter for her home. Oh, no. <laughs> Is it my first tchotchke? It's, it might, well, it's not a tchotchke. So a while, okay. people are obsessed with your babies, and they love to draw mm. pictures of your babies. So mm-hmm. I, you shared a picture that a girl who was in, she's like in high school. And yeah. so I bought, I bought the print off of her you for did. you. Oh my God. That's not a tchotchke. I love it. That's not That's clutter. Adorable. I'm going to frame it and put it and in the room. Like, well, I'm looking for a frame for it right now. And I was like, maybe I should ask her if she wants a black frame or a brown frame. Or maybe I just give it to her and let her frame it. I don't know I about giving people it. decor. I love That's it. That's so cute. I just thought it was so cute. And the girl was so nice. Becky, oh my God. I love it. And you know what? I haven't ever printed a photo of them and put it up in their room. There are no photos of them in there because like, I'll put it up in their room. So cute. (laughs) Thank you. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. And that girl is so sweet. Christmas. (laughs) Amazing. See, that's not a tchotchke. That's like straight to my heart. See, I never know the difference between like putting little pictures up or if there's too Mm -hmm. many pictures or if there's too much Mm -hmm. stuff. You know, Beautiful like we're right functional. now, Keith's correcting rocks when we go on what hikes. So we've got rocks everywhere. Oh, and I'm I like, heard about his rock collection. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're all over the mirror in the bathroom. They're like mm-hmm. over here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. is it too many? Are we rocks out? Is it out? too many? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Do the rocks bring you joy, Becky? That's mm-hmm. the question. Oh, they are. So we get them and Keith's dad got us this little kit because he was he's a geologist. He's mm-hmm. a he was a mining engineer, but he loves rocks. So for Christmas, he got us and my brother in law these this kit where you shine this blue light on the rocks, and it'll sh- it they glow on the inside, and you can see if there's like I, I don't remember a diamond, it was like a ruby or <laughs> a yeah, pearl. It, it, yeah, it glows like different colors. That's so cool. we've been we've been doing that, Whoa. and then I'll take the light and do it all over the house and start <gasps> screaming about cleaning. Oh, I'm like, Kate. Everything's a diamond in the toilet. The blue light. He's like, it's just dust. I was like, no, it's not. 
Yeah. I would say the rocks but, bring joy. The, okay. Yeah, the thing about tchotchkes is if it brings you joy, then like, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like you and I use the word tchotchke as, as kind of like a negative word. You know, like, yeah. like you know, a decor that isn't, isn't like nice, but the like, thing not is useful. Like, if, yeah, like, thing. if you love it, then who cares? You know, that's, keep that's the kind of the, yeah, keep the tchotchkes. I mean, keep coming it. from a person who, who, you know, like collects this kind of stuff and <laughs> I'm, I'm always trying to find places to squirrel stuff away. Like that's, that's my problem. I am, mm-hmm. I'm a hoarder in like a minimalist body. Uh, it's it's really <laughs> uh-huh. an, an issue. It really is. Like when we got rid of our garage, like that was I I That's had to hard. expose my whole life. I was like, damn it, I, all my stuff is in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, all my stuff. That's why all you got stuff. the storage unit. You hoard away from unit. your home so you can <laughs> be calm at home right. and still have stuff. That's that's yeah. exactly it. That's exactly it. And like. I have this, it, it's it's sort of just this nagging thing in the back of my head where I know that the storage unit is, you know, it's slowly just, just gnawing at me. Like you have so much stuff in there and it's not organized and you need to deal with it at some point, but I don't need to deal with it now. So I'm just, no, you, you know, I'm, and, yeah. and I, I just, there's always a box of things to go to storage just like Mm. i just walk around the house and collect things and i'm like nope not this anymore don't want this in here anymore and it's just it all just goes Uh, well ariel that kind of brings us to one of our Mm -hmm. questions that we had from the audience yeah um yes yeah this is from uh eilush a-y-l-u-s-h she messaged us on instagram and she said, how do you decorate walls without making them look overfilled? Mm. Good question. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it really depends on depends on your wall and it depends on the kind of art that you have. You know, like if you have a bunch of small pieces, you can definitely do you can go in the direction of a gallery wall. Um, mm-hmm. I like walls to be to have stuff on them. Um, that's just, that's just something that I feel makes a home, um, feel cozy. You know, if there's like an, mm-hmm. if there's an empty wall, it, to, to me, it feels unfinished. Um, and so, but you don't have to use art. That's, that's, that's a big mm-hmm. part of it is you, you, it doesn't have to be art on one wall, art on another wall, art on another wall. It could be a bookshelf or it could be, mm-hmm. um, you know, like a, a, like a larger storage piece or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it really, you, you use different types of things to, to kind of make, make the space feel full. Um, but if you're worried mm-hmm. about things feeling too full, then, mm-hmm just pair back, you know, you could use a uh, one big piece. Those always feel, um, a little bit more like less is more, um, mm. you know, because the thing that makes walls feel busy is when it's not cohesive. You know, mm-hmm. if, if you have a bunch of, <clears throat> of artwork that, ha- that that's all in different frames or if it's all in different, if it's all different colors or something like that, those those are some of the like do's and don'ts of gallery walls. Is don't don't just take something that you have and then put them all together. You really have to think about how how the pieces fit as a whole in terms of color and frames and mm-hmm. um, and that sort of thing. And so, you know, 
you really have to think about how you're putting the pieces together. And you know, in a room with four separate walls, um, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to put one piece on one wall, another piece on another wall, and another piece on another <laughs> wall. You know that. <laughs> Yeah. It, it, like that that's sort of the your your initial impulse is to decorate all four walls with the pieces mm-hmm. that you have um but honestly what would feel kind of more more decorated is if you put two pieces on one wall and then one piece on another or all three on one wall and then did mm-hmm. something else with the other walls you know like mm-hmm. a like a super fun like like Becky's mural or something like that mm-hmm. you know like using mm-hmm. using paint um you could do mm-hmm. accent walls um you know I'm not a huge huge fan of like doing the one colored wall um mm-hmm. but it, it I it did is that in my really... first apartment in New York I had one bright blue wall and then in the bedroom one red wall it was really easy i'm not way. saying it was good i'm just <laughs> saying i did it <laughs> it's a really really easy way to to bring in like interest and color um that's certainly one of the one of the like quick and easy things that you can do to uh to just make a space feel more fun uh, more decorated you're 24 you're in your yeah. first apartment you're like let's yeah. go absolutely let's have fun with absolutely. some paint <laughs> Yeah, mm. paint or wallpaper. wallpaper. They make Ooh. like stick on wallpaper now. So, oh my god. Okay, goodness. I will say though, we stuck on wallpapered the laundry room. Oh, no. oh. We do not do it alone. Oh, okay. <laughs> too, too minimum to put on stick on wallpaper. Okay. Because mm. I bought it, thought I could do it by myself, attempted mm-hmm. it, and then proceeded to stay in bed all day. Because oh. I was like, it didn't go well. Oh, it's the So Keith, I was like, Keith, pull it down. Pull it oh. down. And you took it oh, down? He, oh. he took it down, but then we did it together. Oh. And oh. it looks much better. It looks better now. <laughs> but it is definitely a two-person job. It is not. Because uh-huh. it like bubbles and sticks. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you have to get, ours is a pattern. It's like a, um, mm-hmm. like. Uh, yellow and like flowers like kind of mm-hmm. looks it, it goes with like the vintage vibe yeah. um, but you have to get the flowers to line to up, match them up. Mm-hmm. oh my god! and I was like this world is not for me <laughs> I want a wallpaper and accent wall in the girls room <gasps> when we stop using their changing table because the mm-hmm. walls kind of all scuffed where we like change their diapers and stuff and oh, so when we take yeah. that down sometime in the near future I would love to wallpaper that wall just yes. one wall. Is that cool, Ariel? Just one wall? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And and also the thing about like kids' rooms. Oh, wallpaper is so good for kids' rooms. Mm-hmm. It's just so yeah. fun. And it's so easy. to. And, so and if you get like vinyl wallpaper, it's so easy to clean. Um, is it? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. It's a good um, tip. We wallpapered Wes's uh, closet. Or we. Oh, I yeah. wallpapered Wes's closet. <laughs> uh, similar thing. Did it myself. And I was like. Oh my God, this is hard. That was the first time I had done the stick on wallpaper by myself. And yeah. And, and also like part of, I mean, we all kind of live in, in older places. Um, Mm -hmm. And the problem with older places is that the walls are not straight. No. Yes. So Mm-mm. when no, you're no. trying Corners to do straight, like perfect. <laughs> no. no. And so I found yeah. that like you know one of one of the wallpaper pieces just went like <laughs> awry, and I was like, how am I supposed to match up a pattern now? You know, you, you start in <sighs> mm-hmm. one place, and then it doesn't it doesn't continue on to the next one. It was mm-hmm. it was a disaster. 
Yeah. In college, I wallpapered our bathroom. It was like a smaller space. I was like, how do we make this warmer? But I did it by myself and I couldn't get the wallpaper to go perfectly around the toilet, obviously, because there's plumbing. But there was just like this big gaping hole. Nobody knew about it, but I did. (laughs) And I got charged a lot of money after I moved out (gasps) when I ripped the wallpaper off. Like, Mm-hmm. It was not kind to the wall. I should have just left it. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. It was uh, very expensive. It sucked. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> expensive yeah. wallpaper. Yeah. But it Would you wallpaper fun. again, Maggie? Yeah. Mm, yeah, I like wallpaper. If you owned seen... your place, would you wallpaper it? Yeah. Um, I'd probably do a smaller room just because any sort of humongous room, it seems kind of a daunting task. But I've seen really mm-hmm. cute... Yeah like one side of dining rooms wallpapered that looks really nice i've even mm. seen i think i've seen ceilings wallpapered which is really cool wow I, yeah. yeah ceilings have Bold. really been coming into their own yeah yeah, yeah ceilings are having a glow up ceilings are having a moment ceilings are having a moment wait ariel do you want to uh talk a little bit about what's happening to the try guy ceiling <laughs> what what do you want you mean in the studio you told them to paint black in the new office no 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 in the new office um i think we're doing like an accent on the ceiling right yeah 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 oh yes oh yes it's very exciting i don't know have have the guys told you guys uh, have the have keith and zach told becky and maggie about (laughs) um have the guys told you guys yeah i know um about the about everything that's going on with the with the new office i mean so Zach, Zach was really disappointed that we had lost the the wooden beam ceiling um, because they the there was just so much going on up up in the rafters that um, they had to drywall the entire ceiling and keep all mm. the noise up and all that kind of stuff because they're on the bottom floor of like a three floor um, mm. building and so you know Zach goes in and they had drywalled it and he was like. Where did all the where did all the character go? You know, and so we, I, you know, so we're thinking to ourselves, how do we bring some character back into this space? And the idea was, so we had already put in a built-in bench, which is a very fun like decorative accent. And I really wanted mm-hmm. to do wood slats behind the bench. Um, mm-hmm. And so now the idea is to continue the wood slats up from the bench and then onto the ceiling so that we Whoa. have this like wood slat ceiling fixture. Oh, that's um, cool. It's going to look that's so cool. cool. It's going to bring in so much like warmth and and interest. I'm so excited. And some dimension too. That's and some nice. dimension, yeah. Texture. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then we're doing... It's not um, a regular office. It's, it's a the, cool office. It's a cool yeah. office. <laughs> it's a creative office. But speaking of creative things, mm-hmm. Ariel, another question from one of our uh, fans mm-hmm. asked, is there a design style that you wish would just stop? Oh, that people would just stop doing? I love this. What's your, what's your, <laughs> Go your design? Ariel. And if it's in any of our houses, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so hard. That's so hard. Because there, there isn't like a design style that I hate mm-hmm. um, because I think that that all that they're all like valid and and you know everybody has their own style. Um, yeah. There are certain uh, elements of interior design that you know like 
those interior, those design magazines that are like the 10 things interior designers hate, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And there, I I definitely have some of those. Um, I guess number one on my list is boob lights. Have you guys, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Boob lights. Exactly what you're talking about. So, So, okay. There are several different types of lighting fixtures that you can hang mm-hmm. from your ceiling, right? Mm-hmm. There are pendant lights that come down mm-hmm. on a like on a on a string mm-hmm. or a, mm-hmm. a rope. Um, and there are recess lighting, or there mm-hmm. is recess lighting, and so that's when it goes into the ceiling. And then there is like, uh, uh, you can also call it a pendant light, but it's but it's um, it's a light that is like fixed to the ceiling, mm-hmm. um, and in every rental ever, yes. they yep. do this, and <laughs> yes. they have what I call a boob light, which is a glass. <laughs> so boob light is fiction. an aerial term, not I'm a design sure Other term. people call them boob lights too yeah, because they nipple, look like boobs. A nipple light. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, so what it's, also it's needs a, to stop hmm. popcorn ceilings because usually boob yes. lights mm. and popcorn ceilings they need to stop doing that. <laughs> They're best boob lights and popcorn ceilings. They're best yeah. friends. We have popcorn boob? ceilings in one of our rooms, and I'm like. Hate the popcorn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're so hard to get rid of too. You like have to scrape it off and it makes a huge mess. And yeah. But um they usually do it so so like rental places will do it mm-hmm. in um uh dining rooms because you know, normally you would have like a chandelier there or something like that, but if it's a, a an open space and you don't want people hitting their head on it or something like that, then they'll have a, a flush mount um <laughs> on the ceiling. And like the easiest way to put a flush mount on there is to just have the apparatus right in the middle so that you, you know, screw it on and then it looks like a boob. If it's round it looks like a boob. <laughs> That's just sort of the way it is. No more boob I, lights. No more boob no lights. I hate those. <laughs> like if you're gonna have if if you're gonna have a pendant fixture of some sort there, have a hanging pendant. Like or have a uh you know like a, f- a flush mount that is interesting in some way, like a star or a, I, I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, boob lights just drive me nuts. And for, for anybody out there who has a boob light and you've never noticed it and now you hate it because I said it, um, you can change it really, really easily. It is so easy to change uh, lights. Like you can do it yourself. Mm-hmm. We did it in the Try Guys office. That was a little bit of a disaster because the wiring was really old. Uh, but uh the wiring was so old that Ned installed a sconce and somehow, I, I'm shitting you not, guys. Somehow, when you turned the switch off to turn the sconces off, you turned the air conditioning off. And when you what? turn them on, you yeah. turn the air conditioning on. I had to get an electrician in to fix it. I don't, oh I don't, God. I don't know yeah. how that happened. I do. True. I mean, <laughs> if you because that house is so old that um, and you uh, we've all been in that house. The vents are on the floor, right? Mm-hmm. Which is another thing that I hate because oh my god, like yes, I appreciate heat coming from the floor if you live in like the mountains or something. But mm-hmm. otherwise, that's either just a dust collector. They just collect dust mm. and you can't get it out. Um, but uh, so so the vents in that house come out of the floor, but they don't mm-hmm. work. Because mm-hmm. they they redid uh, the air conditioning and put it in the linen closet in that mm-hmm. house. Oh, and so and the linen closet is right behind those sconces, and so I'm pretty sure oh, they just took right, the wiring, is. they took the existing mm-hmm. wiring that was in that wall and hooked up the air conditioning, and it was on the same circuit as the lights. And so when Ned installed a new sconce, he somehow wired the lights and the air conditioning <laughs> together. Yeah. Yeah, 
That's exactly that what he does. So crazy. Mm. Yeah. I would say number two is and and this a lot of people have in their in their homes and they probably don't realize it either, but um, curtains that don't touch the floor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like a lot of people have it, you don't even realize that it's a thing because your windows don't touch the floor, so your curtains don't touch the floor. Um, but Ooh. I feel like curtains should always touch the floor. Uh, or even if you have like um, a, a little one, even if. Well, if you have like a little one, I feel like yeah. curtains aren't the most appropriate thing to have there. I feel like you right. should have, uh, oh, you know, like a blinds. like a roller, uh, oh, roller shade okay. or or, um, you know, I that's that's just a, a sort of a personal thing. Um, and uh, but then but then the other thing about that is that uh, a lot of times somebody will be covering a window and they'll just mm-hmm. go to IKEA and get curtains of Mm -hmm. you know either the 96 or the 108 length you know those are like the standard length that you get and you don't get them hemmed you don't get them you know done at all and you just hang them up in the it with with the stuff that's already there and they don't Mm -hmm. touch the floor and it's it's like the the biggest thing when you walk into somebody's like when you walk into a home and the curtains don't touch the floor even if you know but they're like very close to touching the floor then you know that shower curtains yeah then you know that it's like (laughs) they just went and got these at you know at the Mm. ikea or or whatever which is totally fine but with a little bit of like extra effort you can make it look custom and you can make it look Mm. you know perfect you know get the slightly longer length and then just send them through a sewing machine or get them hemmed at your dry cleaner or something like that so that they just touch you know so they touch the floor all right Ooh, good to know good to know yeah. good to mental know. note do we, do we have more questions what's been your favorite project that you've worked on as an interior designer because you did like you've done pretty extreme projects is it your house because mm-hmm. you've done a complete extreme. remodel I I was gonna say it was definitely my house. It was the mm-hmm. hardest project because it, it because like I had the hardest client, which was my husband. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say yourself. I no, thought yeah, I, thought, I, I, I knew you, you thought too. I was gonna say me. No, I no, it's definitely Ned because and and he's <laughs> he's one of the hardest uh, people to design for because I know him so well and I know like what he needs. Uh, but like part, part of what I do also is I sort of think five years ahead and I think what, you know, what is somebody going to need? Um, Mm. and that, you know, and so like thinking five years ahead for him, but then he is using something and he's like, why is this here? Why? I don't understand why, why you put this here. And I'm like, well, you know, when our kids are five, this is going to be really helpful. And he's like, but Mm -hmm. what about now? You know? So he's rough. Uh, but yes, I would say, uh, my house was probably the, the most fun because we, it was like the, the deepest one that I, you know, it was down to the studs, had to choose every single thing. It was, it was also the hardest. Um, you know, I, I've done a lot of designs for places that are already, built uh so just Mm -hmm. choosing furniture and 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 things like that and Mm -hmm. those are also really fun because it's because you're it's almost like you're you're dressing a person you're just Mm -hmm. choosing the furniture for a space that's already been uh built um -hmm. you know so so you you choose the paint on the walls you choose the the 
rugs on the floor and and it, and you can sort of think of it as a cohesive unit um and those are always really fun too they're like little like one room makeovers you, you can really just go nuts uh and yeah. and create like a a fantasy space um in your head you know you 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 mm-hmm. can choose everything when you're doing something like your house or the try guys office where you're working <clears throat> on it like from the studs up how mm-hmm. do you prevent um getting decision fatigue <sighs> i don't yeah because i get intense decision fatigue even I just do doing too. my job and then yeah. i'll come home maggie you must feel this way too um oh, yeah. where you have like a lot of human interactions that have a lot of like real-time decisions Mm -hmm. during the day or when you're prepping for a big video or a big show and you're just hiring and deciding and deciding and then at the end of the day I'm like I can't pick out clothes I can't make decide what to do for dinner I just like get stressed for little decisions Mm -hmm. because I'm so tired yeah so Mm -hmm. how do you do that when you're deciding what the drywall looks like where the electrical sockets go what the Mm -hmm. hardware is and the furniture and the you know Mm -hmm. it's a lot um three things one i let other people make as many decisions as i can uh you know so so when it comes to things like where the outlets go and mm-hmm. you know the size of the baseboards and you know i when i know that it is not a decision that is super important um mm-hmm. i let somebody else do it i say what's i, mm-hmm. I say go standard i want i want mm-hmm. the i want the i want all of the outlets at standard height i want an outlet here mm-hmm. i want an outlet here i want an outlet here <coughs> standard height you know like okay there's a standard for a reason. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and then when it comes to like any, so, so pretty much anything that somebody else can make the decision on, I let them do that. Um, or I just, you know, or I just say like, show me two options and Mm -hmm. I'll choose one, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna like, uh, so the contractor at the office the other day, he was, he actually was like, what baseboards do you want? Um, and you know, you could you could r- get go into a rabbit hole of baseboards yeah. <laughs> you know and and i'm th- and i i'm thinking to myself like no this de- this decision is not is not a big deal you know mm-hmm. this is a this is a, this space the the baseboards are not something that that people are going to want to be looking at you know so we're not going to have these ornate baseboards no this is a modern space we're going to do very standard baseboards uh Mm -hmm. and i said you know bring me two sizes of baseboards and uh like bring bring a five inch and a six inch and i will tell you which one i want you know Mm -hmm. and we chose the six inch there you go yeah, it's it's done. It's like it's those sorts of decisions that mm-hmm. save me to make the bigger decisions, like you know how like the the furniture and the art and all this kind of you know the the mm-hmm. the decisions that you're gonna see every day on camera that are gonna really make like make the space what it is. Two, uh, mm-hmm. I try to make fewer decisions in my real life when I know that Mm. I need to be making decisions in other things uh, or, you Mm -hmm. know, like design choices. Um, And that's really one of the hardest ones is I wear like jeans, white tennis shoes, black t-shirt, you know, like you guys have seen me on my days when I am not making decisions about. You're reminding me 
that I once read about the fact that Obama never picked out what he was wearing. He had an mm-hmm. aide do that because the fewer decisions he made about what he was wearing, what he was eating, how he traveled somewhere, the more he could use his decision-making powers for things that mattered, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was some family personal assistant who laid out his clothes mm-hmm. every day or set out what he was supposed to wear or something um, and, that's, and that's decided exactly. what they would have for dinner. He never mm-hmm. decided. That's great. I Whoa. wish I didn't have to decide what I was having for dinner <laughs> I every night. Yeah, I'm like, I, I, don't, I need one of those. I Where's know. my aid? <laughs> yeah, someone tell me. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, being very not picky about all of those other, you know, mm. things. Mm-hmm. To have a mm-hmm. uniform so that you can use that decision-making mm-hmm. power at work. And yeah. like making sure that the house is clean so that I don't have mm-hmm. this like sort of mental clutter you know like that's that's mm-hmm. a really mm-hmm. big one for me is is mental mm-hmm. clutter and so um what i do with the house and this is especially hard in quarantine because you know like mm-hmm. you're in your house all the time but what i'll do is i'll just put like if there is clutter i just move it out of my frame of vision and i and i make like i make my desk very clean or i make mm-hmm. you know the bedroom very clean i'm mm-hmm. i'm very compartmentalized in that way where i'll i'll put all the clutter into a different room and close the door okay and then <laughs> and then, and then i do exist. my work you know yeah. yeah yeah exactly um and then three you can't do it all at once absolutely yeah. you know there's there's no way that you can decorate a, an entire house or an entire office or or even just a room in one sitting uh, yeah. You know, you have to, you, you know, you you choose, you make a mood board, and then you go and you like feel the textures, and you and and you sit on your decisions for a little while, and then you and then you go and you change it a little bit and see, you know, and uh, you know when you're working with clients, especially there, you go through several iterations, and it can be it can be really. Um, hard to do that as just a human being because you know oh here i made these decisions for you oh you don't like these decisions that hurts me personally but you you can't let it hurt you personally it's you know you just have to be like okay yeah yeah you're right i i completely understand that you don't like that color so we're gonna choose a different color you know um Mm -hmm. but it it is like you have to get kind of a thick skin um, mm-hmm. when it comes to the decisions that you make and, and, uh, you have to lose the, the, the person, like the, the way you personally feel about it. Um, mm-hmm. and that's also why the house was so hard. It's because I personally yeah. felt very particular about things because I was mm-hmm. making decisions for me. And then, you know, when, when like Ned would be like, I don't really like that. I'm kind of like, what? You don't what? like <laughs> my decision. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah. So, the, but decision fatigue is real. It really yeah. is. And, and there are certainly days when I have it. I, I try it. So I don't have much time these days. And so when I was uh, doing the mood boards for the guy's office, I did them all in uh, like two days. And mm-hmm. I was a zombie after that. Mm-hmm. I could make no decisions. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I was, I was like, food, coffee, <laughs> dinner. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get that. Uh, well, there there is uh, so much that uh, we could talk about interior design. I'm glad we got to talk about you guys' spaces a little bit. That was really I fun. I loved it. It was, that like, was really fun. Tell me, tell me about me. Tell me more about myself. <laughs> tell me. Tell me yeah. what my sign is. 
I really um, want Becky to do that for us for makeup to be like, well, your style is oh, this. And oh, Becky had a, a really one. fun idea. I don't know if you guys are down. If you're not, we'll cut this out. But Becky and I, she was giving me advice and we were talking about coming on here and doing our makeup together live with Becky oh. coaching us on what to do mm. on that would the be podcast. So fun. For Zoom, for Zoom. Let's for Zoom. quickly Zoom makeup. Yes. That would be really, Zooming. really fun. That would yeah, be fun. It's um, kind of like getting together. We haven't been able to do that in so long. We don't go out together anymore. No. So no. anywho, uh that is all the time we have. Uh we, mm-hmm. we even went over time on this one. Um but if anybody, you know, if you guys have interior design questions, I love this stuff. This is what I like to do, as you can probably tell, I start talking really fast and I get, you know, really loud and excited about it. So, um, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll do this again. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. But I certainly. We can make this a whole segment thing that we do on the leg. <laughs> yeah. Should I buy this? <laughs> um, which I think is such always such a funny question because like, I think usually when people ask me if they should buy something, they just want, um, like validation that they, they should yes. buy it because of course they like if they're asking me yeah they want it so I never say no I'm never gonna mm-hmm. say no I'm gonna say well where are you gonna put it, it, it it's beautiful mm-hmm. get it you know <laughs> um anywho I cannot wait to do this uh with every with, with all of you um but we'll have to wait for the next one so yeah. <laughs> uh have a great day uh, wash your hands as as Becky says wash your hands wear your mask be a good person um, we love you all and we will see you next week bye bye, bye. bye. bye.